0: Welcome to the Solo Date Challenge podcast with your host, life coach, domestic violence advocate, and author Holly Hartman. The Solo Date Challenge podcast focuses on the three S's self care, self love, and solo dating. Holly will take you on a journey to learn to love yourself through intentional and unapologetic solo dating no matter your relationship status. This is for all women of all ages. We help you go from burnout and just surviving to thriving and loving life again. We are so glad you joined us on this journey. Make sure you click subscribe on your favorite podcast player to get notified of when new weekly episodes are downloaded. You can contact us or find out more information about solo dating and get plugged into our free women's community group of thrivers on Facebook, Instagram, or at solodatechallenge.com please share and tag us hashtag solo date challenge. Today's episode is sponsored by the book, I am releasing the shame of narcissistic abuse and transforming financial poverty to wealth beyond number. An international collaborative book project sharing the stories of 14 thrivers, professionally serving people on their journeys out of financial abuse and into abundance. You can purchase your own copy on Amazon or other major online book retailers today. Please leave a book review and share on social media. Hashtag I am releasing shame. On today's episode, Holly Hartman will share ideas and tips on one of the three S's, self-care. She will share important tools for recognizing that self-care is not selfish. Instead, self-care is necessary for us to thrive and live fulfilled lives. Now, here's your host, Holly Hartman.
1: Hello, my name is Holly Hartman, and I am the founder of Solo Date Challenge, where we empower women to learn to love themselves through intentional and unapologetic solo dating, no matter your relationship status. So this is for all women of all ages, and I am the founder of the Solo Date Challenge podcast, and that is what you're listening to today. And I am so, so excited to have one of my favorite people on, Yvette Olo. She is an international bestselling author. She is a joyful interior coach and a true self coach. And she's also certified in abuse and recovery. So Yvette, Yvette I am so excited. She was also a co-author with me in the book that we just published recently. And I have just come to love you. And uh, so tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
2: Yes. So um, I like to introduce myself as I love blue. I love blue. Blue's my thing. I love color blue, everything blue. Uh, So that's me. I love blue and I love adventure. I love enjoying life. I like joy. I just really dedicate my life to joy and Mm -hmm. to helping others experience joy. It is my life's purpose. And uh, I love fun. I love playful. And uh, so that joyful interior space coach is just a perfect place for me. And I am a creator. And and I just embrace everything that um, is true self. I like to call myself an entrepreneurial true self-developer. And um, I help people come into the space of being their true self and experiencing joy is my thing. I started off with um, architecture and worked in that for the longest time and then made that shift after I left abuse to uh, uh, help people. It was just really about helping people, sharing my story so that people don't go through the same thing I went through, Mm -hmm. Um, especially the people who we're not there yet, but we're heading there. So they could see the signs and see where they're heading and they could know, you know, that's that's a path you don't wanna to go to, find your path of joy. So it's about finding the path of joy and um, that's me and that's my journey, always on that journey. I
1: love it. for for the listener. Uh, she's wearing this beautiful, like a teal blue and has these fun dangly earrings and has the most beautiful smile and is glowing. And so she is her brand of joy. <laughs> and So <laughs> uh, I'm super excited to talk to you. And so much of what, like m- most of my listeners probably don't know, my degree is in interior design. So I have this passion for joyful interiors and um and bringing joy and you talked about your true self that lines up with what we talk about at Solidate Challenge about discovering your core values being your authentic self unapologetically you and that that's our compass that that's our compass to find the joy in our life and I love that what you do is very similar to that, but you take it even in, in other areas that, that we don't even focus on. And so could you share with, um, with our listeners a little bit about maybe the, the joyful interior part of it? And then we'll go into the true self here in a minute.
2: Yeah. So the joyful interior coaching, joyful interior space coaching is just really about um, uh, bringing yourself out into your environment. So it starts from within the exterior. I mean, the interior, and then it comes out to the exterior. So it really starts from who you are, expressing yourself in your environment and just using your environment for your self-development and um, using your environment to improve your mental health, using your environment to improve your physical health Mm -hmm. and just creating wellness from um, this interior design and from even taking it beyond interior design, just um, all those spaces. And, um, it really needs to be about represent having that space represent who you are, because the way that I see it done most of the time when people are using their environment to improve their physical and mental health, it's kind of like that, uh, put more plants in your space. It makes you, it, it brings more air, you know, and put this. Uh, more windows, bring in more light. And there's always just this prescriptions of what you need to do. But this Mm -hmm. is a little bit beyond that. It kind of goes into who you are and um, how you can bring that out into your your space. So it's very much personalized. That's why I like to call, to say it comes from that point of view of integrated design because it's always person-centered. I mean, integrative health. It's always person-centered. It always starts from the person, and then it goes to um, how can we do this? Um, uh, treating the person as a whole, and that's pretty much the model that I use. Um, you're in the center. It's not about this. Are the five steps to get yourself joy? You know, it's about you, who you are, and how we can make this happen for you. I
1: love that. Could you share with me maybe a client that you have that you've helped that maybe they came in with their spaces definitely not the way they ended with you like maybe walk me through what that might have looked like with a client?
2: Yeah, so it starts with the, uh, um, with the who, why, what, like what are you looking for, and then because uh, everybody has a story, you know. I could tell you go down this path, but that's not where your heart wants you to go. Mm -hmm. So it starts with the who, why, I mean, yeah, with who you are, what you're looking for, the why, and then, um, from there it goes into, um, uh, I don't have my notes here. Great. Like
1: if maybe a person that maybe you have helped like their, their, their space was this. And then you got them here and like, what, what they're like, how did they change? Like, I'm sure you see like a actual, like outside, out exterior change of this person. as they Yeah. Change.
2: Yeah. So once we figured out the, the, you know, that, that what, who, what they're looking for, and then we kind of start to, you know, these certain steps we go through and then, um, you know, just letting, go. a lot of it is just letting go mm-hmm. and um, awareness of who you are. And once you let go of all that stuff and come into awareness of who you are, then, you know, that space comes from like, um, you know, it's not even the clutter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just having stuff all over your space, just holding. I mean, a lot of people stuff to, to the closet, mm-hmm. what clothes do you have in there? Those clothes you haven't worn for a whole year, you know, that stuff that you're holding on to for the time you lose weight, or you're holding on to just in case you add that weight, or those corporate clothes that you were hanging on to um, when you used to work in corporate and, you know, that kind of stuff. Clothes that are not really, a lot of people see it in their clothes. That's where they really see it. Or like in their clutter, the stuff that they have in their home. That's most of where you see um, that shift and um and then um you know once you kind of get rid of that stuff then you know the place is just like you you know you wake up and it's i like to think of it like a vision board you know turning your space into a vision board it's like you wake up and you're in your vision board so Mm -hmm. you're like this is the life i want you know the colors that you want the joy that you want you know the the um I don't know, you know what it's It's like when you create a vision board because you've done vision board workshops. So it's like waking up on your whole space is your vision board. Like, this is what I want with my life. This is where I'm headed. These are the things. And it's also part of who you are, right? This is who I am because it's that statement of I am or I am going towards. And, you know, people just, it's, it just, it's whole other transformation. It just, you know, it makes a big difference.
1: Oh, I can imagine that it would. I have a, I did my office, home office. Um, this was last year. It just being very intentional about like the colors that I chose. And, and I have, a, I'll, I'm going to read them. I have these uh, like motivational words just to like keep me feeling empowered. And it says, uh, and she decided to start living the life she imagined. And then the other one has my core values of connection, service, freedom, creativity, and growth. So like I can be grounded in what my authentic self is. And then I had um, you've been assigned this mountain to show others it can be moved. And then the other one is give up being perfect for being authentic. And so I have to show that to myself that like this podcast is not perfect, and I'm not perfect. So I'm okay if you hear little bubbles here and things aren't clear because I want to get it out. Like the content is so much more important than my perfection. And so I think that's the same thing with our interior. You may not find that exact perfect thing, but it's that energy that you get and you bring. And so when I come into this office, I'm like, I did this. And I found a wooden desk and I got to paint it and create the color that I wanted. And so when I come in here, I, I feel empowered. And what you're sharing is that sounds like you're taking their spaces. Removing those blocks and helping them feel empowered in their choices. and But yes. they don't have to do it alone.
2: Yes. Because if you don't take those things away, then what's happening is you, whether you want to do this or not, your environment is going to speak to you. It's mm-hmm. going to affect your behavior. I mean, there's lots of research because you know when you're doing this stuff, you, do, you go through all the research and all the stuff that people have documented on this, right? Yes. So that stuff is speaking to you every day. If you don't get rid of it, it's telling you how it's, it's in your mind. It's repeating that record of I'm a loser. I can't do this. I am struggling. I am overwhelmed. This is too much. I can't handle this. I can't do this. You know, you're repeating this stuff to yourself if you're not getting rid of this stuff and you know, it just gets worse and worse and you don't even realize it. And you're like, my depression's getting worse. You know, my, I can't work out anymore. It's like, I used to have so much energy to work out. I can't work out anymore. And you're just baffled by this stuff. Like, why am I so stuck? Mm-hmm. And once you start to clear this stuff and be intentional about the stuff that you're doing, it's like life-changing. Mm-hmm. The stuff that, I mean, um, if you just read like the life-changing magic of Marie Kondo, Yes. People are simply just organizing their houses and they have health improvements like actual health improvements. Mm -hmm. So um, it it just it makes a big difference.
1: Yeah, there, there's so much of emotional toll and, you know, they have, that's why they have like those, those shows called hoarders and things like that. Like so many people don't attach that there's an emotional component to it. And like, for instance, myself, like coming home from Christmas with my family, I get overwhelmed by the things that, um, sometimes they're helpful stuff and sometimes they're not things that line up with what sparks joy for me and, and makes me happy and fulfilled. I'm, I'm full of gratitude for the gift, but then I'm also full of guilt of like, if I don't Put this in my space, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel that. And so, honoring it and having some kind of framework to go, it's okay to to to, um, you know, thank it for what it was, and then release it because you're not obligated to it. But a lot of people struggle with that, myself included. And you said the word overwhelm. That's what I feel, yeah. and yeah. then I feel suffocated, and then I feel paralyzed and that i don't get anything done and i'll say right now my house is a wreck i need you to come and visit me i know what i need to do but i know i have my own blocks and what we know with working with coaches is that coaches need coaches yes we need somebody else to see us we can't see us we need other guides to help us on this journey too we're not perfect we all have our weak points we all need encouragement we all need somebody to guide us through it because we all have these emotional blocks. I'll share one that came to mind while you were talking. I think this is kind of interesting and it's probably something I need to explore more is no matter what size purse I carry. So we're talking about all kinds of spaces, right, not just your home. No matter what size purse I carry and no matter what size car I have. I fill it. It doesn't matter. It's always full of like all the things I may or may not need. So I carry a small purse because I know I will fill it and I really don't need to like break my back carrying it, but that's a space, right? Like, so I have to be intentional about what I put in that space. The same thing with my car. I can have a sedan. It will be full. I can have an SUV. It can be full, but that's some block emotional thing that I probably still need to work through. And then that, it sounds like you help. It's not just an interior design. This color goes here. That's pretty. You truly help that emotional component and help them find their authentic voice in all of
2: their yeah. sites yes so there's a lot of journaling work that goes into this because then you got to find where is that block and then also the other thing is um figuring out how to bring these things into your space because it's really you're trying to bring these things into your space but you're doing it by collecting all the things and putting all those things there so it's, let's figure out how we can bring all these things into your space without doing all of this stuff. Like, let's just do it differently. Mm-hmm. Like, um, um, I don't know, they say so do different ways to do it, but a good example is like uh, uh, somebody had um, this frame that they had with their grandmother's old recipes mm-hmm. framed into this thing in their kitchen. So it wasn't like a pile of recipes somewhere. You know, she just picked the most sentimental recipes from her grandmother and she framed them and they're there. And when she needs those recipes, they're there. She can look at them. And so you have that sentiment of, you know, uh, this time I spent with my grandmother and you can take pictures and put the pictures in there too, because she had some pictures. So now you no longer have to put this thing from grandmother that she gave you on your counter, you know, the the pot that she gave you, the spoons and stuff that she gave you, because it's all there, it's in that picture. It's that memory, it holds it for you and it brings that intention and, that, and it holds that, um, that emotion that you were trying to hold on to and it's there and it's simpler and it's much easier. So it's just about how, how can you do it? How can you make it work for you? I love that.
1: And that's being creative and having somebody help walk you through that to come up with that. But we do have to like do some of that work ourselves, that journaling. So then you have tools to help them connect those dots, right? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: know. And that's where that coach uh, aspect comes in to help because you can uncover it and be like, then what? Like, okay, well, let me help you figure out a way to incorporate that where a lot of people wouldn't think, oh, I can do that. Yes. And we also, and this is what we talk about with solidate Challenges, giving ourselves permission. Yes, we need somebody else to give us permission, even though I love I would love to say that I can do it. Sometimes that energy shift allows me to go, oh, okay, I don't have to feel guilty that I got rid of these things because they don't hold the value that they did. But this emotion, this energy, this love, this gratitude, I can, I can honor it here in this capacity. And then I can allow to open up spaces for the things that truly other new things that bring joy because we're continuing to live life.
2: Yes, it opens up flow. Oh, it's because um, I also took a uh, feng, what's it called? Feng Shui. I can okay. never get this right, this yes. word right. Because <laughs> I always want to say feng shui, and that's not <laughs> how it's said because I'm Kenyan. But um, it's about that. I took that course, right? So it's about that. Uh, it's not the directly what I do because I'm more purposeful with what I'm doing. But uh, that's more of that traditional Chinese um, uh, method. But it's that bring letting that energy come through. You have to open that space and balance the the chi. You know, the yin mm-hmm. and the yang, and it just flows the energy through the space, and it brings more. So by getting rid of stuff, you bring more into your life. So it's it's just really that flow, letting that flow come in when you and when you get rid of those blocks.
1: I love it. It Sounds like so many awesome things to be able to help people navigate this to bring. uh, It's not what most people would assume, right? And and a lot of people really need this. Like if you're stuck, if you're feeling emotionally drained, if you're physically drained, all these things, your spaces could be causing that. Even like your office, like how do you create that? Like if you're working in a business place, like how can you create that space to honor you and your energy? So I love, love, love that you have that. And so we're also talking about um, getting to our, our core self, and I know you, you're you a true self coach, so maybe you can share, because it seems like it's almost two different things in a way, but they go together. So what's that other aspect of what you do?
2: Yes, yeah, so, um, you know, a lot of people, when you tell them your true self, you know, be your true self, bring yourself into the space, they're like, oh yeah, sure, yeah, I can, yeah, this is me, this is my stuff, you know, this is who I am. But um, I I discovered, you know, these I just, group it into 12 sections, right? There's just 12 sections and it's this 12 things that make up who you are. And um, I don't have like a tangerine here, but like a tangerine, you know, You so this is you, it's the whole, and then you peel it apart and then you get to the inside. And then now you can take those things apart and it's those 12, 12 sections. And then now each one looks different from the other one, you know? So that might be, the difference you know you're stronger with this than you're stronger with this section and you're stronger with the section so like the people who are just really talented in music and art and they're very expressive that's maybe their strength section mm-hmm. and then other people they're really great with the I know what you mentioned here before with their core values you know you just really understand their core values they're really great with holding those boundaries and all that stuff so like this 12 sections and um it's Just really who you are. So, you kind of like got to bring all that into your space and have it be there and be represented and be all of who you are. And, um, you know, it helps to check all of them. And you can work on just one section like for your entire life because Mm -hmm. there's so much, there's just so much that goes into it. But when you put it that way, like this is 12, just kind of have something that kind of checks off this 12 and it's there and it's present then it, um, it's an easier bite-sized way of just bringing this stuff together and being like, I have all this stuff and this is all of who I am. And just having that general understanding. Then if you wanna work on something specific, then you can work on that specific thing. And um, if I could just go through over the 12 sections, you know, sure. with guidance, you know, having that inner voice, who you are and <clears throat> being able to communicate with who you are. So it's not just following your gut, but being able to ask your gut those questions. Is it right for me? Is it not right for me? Yes. No. You want to be able to ask yourself and get that answer, you know, because your instincts happen, right? And then you kind of just react to it and say, oh, it's just this voice in my head. No, you got to learn how to communicate with that voice and get Mm -hmm. those questions when you need it, not just wait for something to happen and then react to it, like be able to ask and have those conversations. So that's that it's guidance.
1: It's intentional. You're doing yeah. it ahead of the time instead of reacting, you're being proactive. Love that.
2: Yeah. Awesome. That's that guidance. And then the second one is that um belief, which is a lot of that stuff you talk about with the values, you know, finding your values. And it's a lot of the same like you have it like having that list of the value stuff, finding your 10. And then once you have your 10, I like to like bring it down to like three, and then having those three be your three. Mm -hmm. And um, just having, being present in that all the time and always just aligning with your values and setting those boundaries to always just align with your values and living authentically that way. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is belonging, (laughs) which is just truly your sense of belonging. Like um, uh, this is, it's that connection and understanding and being seen and being heard. And, you know, when you when you reach a group and you're like, I wanna be a part of this group or I do not want to be a part of this group. It's that kind of belonging. And, and then I have also what I describe as a higher sense of belonging or a greater sense of belonging, which a lot of people call higher power. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I call it higher sense of belonging in the word if I can quote uh, Pete Walker in the CPSD from surviving to thriving, he calls it higher sense of belonging. I call it greater sense of belonging. Um, So it's just really that sense of belonging that you have with your, um, you know, some people call it God, you know, some people call it universe, some people call it, but it really just is about that sense of belonging. And that's why even if you look at, and I'm a certified abuse recovery coach, right? If you look at that abuse cycle and that addiction cycle, I'm also an addiction, certified addiction recovery coach. If you look at that cycle, why do they say the alcohol is your higher power? Mm -hmm. You know, because it's what's driving you. Why do they say your parent is your first higher power? Does that mean your parent is really God? Mm -hmm. It's that sense of belonging. You got it from there first. That alcohol is giving you that sense of belonging. So it's that, if you can get a healthy, higher sense of belonging or greater sense of belonging, then you're good. Mm-hmm. So that's that belonging section. And then the fourth section here is consciousness, you know, just being conscious of your mind, your body, your spirit, how it relates to each other. Mm-hmm. And this is where you find a lot of that breath work stuff, that working with your body, that yoga, that um tai chi kind of stuff just connecting with yourself and also connecting with the world with the environment with the greater um with the people around you and uh then there's the levels of consciousness right which you at the higher levels you have like joy and um freedom you know and transcendence and then at the lower levels right at the bottom is shame that we talk about that's the lowest level of consciousness and then um Guilt and that stuff, and all that stuff is there at the bottom, and then right in the middle is your neutral, which is really bored. Mm. And then right above board is positive, mm. and the right below board is negative. And people like to talk about be positive, be negative, but you're not moving yourself much from that neutral. Interesting. That's why I say I create joy because joy is like all the way at the top. That's the so height joy, and you're a little bit at least you get yourself a little bit more than, oh, just be positive because then you're not moving yourself much. And then that shame is like all the way in the bottom. You want to avoid that as much as possible, release that shame. So that's that level of consciousness, right? And then you go into your um, your relationships, which is um, where uh, I, I ended up in an abusive relationship, right? So you've got to be, not above, not below. You want to be at the same level as everybody, you know, and you want to be open, honest, you know, always solutions oriented, have it be like symbiotic, you know, it's helping you, it's helping them, you know, you're building each other, helping each other kind of stuff. And um, it's that stuff of working on codependency, working on your attachment styles. So that's kind of like that relationship part, Mm -hmm. but it's also relational not just relationships so stuff like technology is included in there right how much time do you spend on your phone you know what's your relationship like with uh even money that's all that relational stuff it's all in there that relational and then um get into the actualization so how do you reach actualization so it's kind of that maslow's hierarchy Yes. Uh, which is the sixth section, and um, that ikigai, you know, finding that balance between the things that you love, that you, uh, that you are good at, that you're passionate about, kind of like your um, your cause, you know, a cause mm-hmm. that you believe in, and finding that balance, which is kind of that in that space of actualization. And then you get into your expressive, which is a lot of what people know when they talk about be your true self. So now, in this expressive section, it's your talents, your gifts. What are you good at? What are you doing? What are you? How are you expressing yourself? You know, and there's all kind of different ways to do that. But most people understand that, so I'm not going to get too so much into that. And then there's the um, presence. You know, how do you show up? How are you present mm-hmm. today? Uh, you know focusing on the now here, you know, you're at this, you're at the most strongest, most powerful when you're present, Mm -hmm. not when you're living in the past or living in the future, when you're present. So it's being present, showing up as your best self, um, doing just the best for you and um, just working out what that shows up like for you. And then um, we get into the next section here, which is lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So with the lifestyle, it's like, Okay, so now you've made your statements. I am this, I am that, I am, you know, who you are. You're like, yeah. But how do you live that lifestyle? Mm -hmm. Is your lifestyle really uh, reflecting the way that you want to do things? Or is your lifestyle completely different from all the things that you have on your vision board? Are you really Mm -hmm. working towards that? What does your lifestyle look like? So that is lifestyle. And a lot of the health stuff comes in here. Mm -hmm. Um, The exercise and the diet. The, um, the sleep, you know, that um, that kind of stuff comes in this lifestyle stuff. And then we get into the understanding. So now this is when you start, now you move further and further from internal and you're getting to the external part. So your environment, right? Do you understand your environment? Do you understand what it's doing for you? Do you understand um, how it's affecting your behavior? Um, it's just really getting to that understanding. And then... Um, <laughs> That one, I feel like usually needs a lot of explanation for some people, but um, I don't really have the time to get into the explanation. And then the um, the design part, you now, which is the part that I love to do with people, right? Like, um, how are you bringing all this stuff into your space, right? So now you've explored all this stuff, and then you're like, how can I represent this stuff in my space and getting rid of stuff, that um, design stuff? And then there's the integrate stuff. Now that is interacting. How you're interacting with your environment. Um, you're in this world. You have a purpose in this world. How are you being, how are you interacting with this world? Like this is your space. You are meant to be here. This is who you are. How do you interact with people? How do you interact with the environment? You know, and you know, I tell people, you know, recycle, you know, and then, and like, that's a way of like honoring the earth and honoring why you're here and stuff like that. You know, doing those tiny little things because it's not just you, there's a greater that you're a part of. Like you are a part of it. It's not outside of you, you're a part of it. So how do you honor that part that you're a part of this greater universe? How are you are interacting to um, kind of bring those, uh, make, it, make things better for yourself and for your environment? So that's kind of like the 12. And um, okay, so you're talking about your true self, but have you looked at all these 12 things here? And most people are like, oh no, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really helpful to like have that set out. And with the true self experience, and we kind of go through exercise and stuff that can help you explore all this 12 and figure out this is who I am and be more intentional about the way you show up.
1: Love that. Love that description. I mean, very vivid for people to understand and and that there's a lot of meat to it. It's not just, oh, I'm just going to wake up one day and know what this is. Like It takes some work and some dedication to dig into these things. And I know that just in my own recovery, I've got 11 years of recovery and a lot of the things that you shared, I've implemented along my journey to to help. And I know that today I'm the best self I've ever been, but I'm still on this journey. I have not reached self-actualization and I won't but I can keep journeying towards that. And I have more joy in my life today than I have ever. And it's because I'm implementing the tools that you're talking about too. But you help, yeah. them, help them through it. So I've been trying to figure all this out on my own and you know, different things here and there, but you ha- you're their guide to walk them through that. And um, and I know you have a program coming up. Do you mind sharing a little bit about what your seven day program is?
2: Yeah. So uh the seven day program, um, it's coming up on the it's starting on the thirtieth, um, but the the actual activities and stuff um, starts on the thirty first. So on the thirtieth is when we meet. We kind of get to know each other a little bit more, but it just really starts on the thirty first and it goes for seven days. So um, it's just about finding those blocks, because when you when you when you have a blindfold on, it's hard enough trying to hit that target, right? And when you don't even know where the target is, it's harder to hit that target. How do you hit that target? What's the probability you're gonna hit that target? So that seven days, it's called um, find your hidden blocks challenge. So it's like a challenge to help you find those hidden blocks and um, kind of know um, what what target to hit, because then you're more likely to succeed. Um, and you know, it just kind of guides you how can you start to once you find those blocks with the exercises you're doing in the seven days then how can you start to unleash unleash yourself right get rid of those blocks
1: Uh, yeah i mean it starts with awareness right if we if we don't have that awareness we can't move forward we're just walking around bumping into things like we just hope it might work out like for some people they may find their way that way but man it's a lot more effective if we can open up that awareness and awaken ourselves to what those are and then take those next steps to heal those blocks, remove those blocks, whatever that looks like. So it sounds like a seven day program to reveal and un- unveil those blocks sounds amazing. And if you're listening to this, um, I'm launching this this Saturday, which is the the thirtieth, I think, or 29th. Um, So is it Sunday the thirtieth, or
2: thirtieth? Thirtieth is when we meet. On um, um, it really just starts on the thirty first. That's our first day. Yep. The seven day. So on the thirty-first is the first day you'll be doing the exercises and all that stuff, and um, getting to know those blocks so we can get rid of those blocks and just let ourselves flow into uh, into who we truly are
1: and our joyful life, right? So that's yeah. awesome. Uh, So if this is we're talking in the month of May. So if you're listening to this past and in the past, um, she does do a lot of other challenges that that are different. Um, So please, 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 if you've missed this one and you're listening to it past, uh, make sure that you reach out to her because she has a lot of different programs that she does. This is just the most current one that I want you to be able to do, because, wow, awareness is the first step. Like we need to have that awareness. And then if you're feeling discontent, unblocked, uh, there are things that are holding you back from the life that you want. This sounds like a great challenge to kind of dip your toe in and then bring that awareness and then see what your next steps are. Uh, So Yvette, will you share with uh, the listeners where to find you? How do they connect with you?
2: Uh, Yes. So um, best place to find me is on my website, eventslight.com. I have all my stuff there because I do several other things. Um, yeah, you'll find there um, my True Self Experience stuff, which is uh, opening on September 6th. And then um, you'll find um, Share Story T-shirt Club. You'll find I Create My Joy, which is the Joyful Interior Space Coach. You'll find the book. I have the book on the website there, too. Awesome. Um, you'll find uh, blogs because I blog there. You'll find all that kind of stuff, and you can just connect with me there. And my email is yvette at eventslight.com. Uh, you can also just use the contact form in there. And so, Yvette's Light is the best way to find me. But I'm across on most social media stuff, and it's usually just Yvette's Light, you know, Twitter, Yvette's Light, Facebook, Yvette's Light, <laughs> everything, Instagram, Yvette's Light, everything, Yvette's Light.
1: perfect. And I will put that in the show notes, how to connect to her and what her program is, or, you know, what all that stuff will be in the show notes. So if you're listening to this on Saturday, sign up for her event. Um, If you're listening to it past that, connect with her because she has other things that she is doing. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us today and and opening our eyes to a different way of of viewing things because we're all about self-care, self-love and solo dating, we're about getting to our authentic self and being authentically ourselves unapologetically. And you you have some framework to help people get into that place. And so thank you so much for sharing your time and energy with me. And did you have anything final to say before we let, let you go?
2: Um, yes, I do have one thing I can yes. ask you to do um, just to take action. Um, find your one thing. It doesn't have to be one thing, but it helps to just start with your one thing. Like um, for me, it's the color blue. I I love the color blue. It's my thing, the color blue. So find your one thing and then be intentional about it. You know, put it in your space, put it everywhere. Um, Every time you see it, uh, have it set, give a message to you. Like um, I am powerful or I am strong or I am wise or i am beautiful whatever what that message is that you really need have that one thing be that have this one thing represent that for you so every time you see it it affirms that for you and uh, it's just a really cool way to have that going around with you um, so every time you see it then it's that or it could be a song you know every time you play a song or um it could be a food you know every time you're eating this food it could be a plant Every time you're watering this plant, you know, it could be a candle. Every time you light this candle, just whatever what that one thing is for you, um, have it affirm that for you. And uh, that's one of the first ways you can start to be intentional about um, your space.
1: Oh, I love that. And you made me think, what is, what's one of my one things? What would be that? I drive a red car intentionally. I have red hair intentionally. And it triggered me. I'm like, to be seen. I want to be seen and not in an ego way, but just to be seen for safety, for all these things. So that I was like, oh, I already did that without realizing, but I like that intention that you set to it. Yeah. What does that mean to you? And, and you can live that. And I love that.
2: That That's beautiful. And nobody needs to know what it, what it says for you. You just need to tell it to yourself. And every time you see it, you're empowering yourself that way. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to notice it even more. So Mm -hmm. now you're probably going to notice red even more and you're going to tell yourself that even more i am seen i am heard you know whatever what this is mm-hmm. and uh, it's just a great way to have this like secret code in your environment that's like giving you an uh, an affirmation an affirmative, an affirmative thumbs up like you're doing good you're doing it's great
1: way to do it too, right yeah. oh, that's just and we the- want it
2: to be fun that's the whole thing about it it's going to bring you joy it's going to be fun it's going to be interactive so
1: oh, I love and, that. tip. Thank you. That's so yeah. people to do. So,
2: yeah. So even like in a moment when you're struggling, you could just be like looking for your color or looking for your thing and be like, yes, I, I found it.
1: it. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, please reach out to Yvette and, and connect with her, allow her to get you connected to your joy. And if you're listening today, uh, please join the Women's Solidate Challenge community. We're all about women empowerment, loving on you until you can learn how to love yourself. And we're going to be bringing more people like that here that are helping us find different paths to get to our authentic self because there's no right or wrong way. It's just going to find your way to do that. So thank you so much for listening and have an awesome day.
0: Before we wrap it up for the day, I want to leave you with this question. How are you going to intentionally fill your cup today? We believe you are worth it. We are so glad you joined us today on the Solo Date Challenge podcast. We hope you are leaving inspired and fulfilled. If you like what you heard, please leave a review or comment on the show and share this with the women in your life. Let's face it, we can all use a little encouragement. Feel free to reach out to us directly if you would like to be a guest on the show, have an idea for an episode, or have any questions. We love honest feedback. Until next time, have a blessed day. Today's episode is sponsored by the book, 12 Step Spiritual Recovery by author James Christopher Cohn, available on Amazon.com. 12 Step Spiritual Recovery is an inclusive 12-step recovery program for all. If you are on a healing journey and you are looking for more or better out of life, or you are needing additional support, come check out TSSR. Visit the 12stepspiritualrecovery.com website or Facebook and Instagram for more information. Look for hashtag TSSR.